Today's verse is Romans 5.17. For if, because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time. And we've reached this, um, There's a, I think I set this up uh, a, a few days ago, these 10 verses that we're in right now, starting with verse 12 and going to the end of um, Romans chapter 5, are this action-packed, condensed um, set of verses. And they're structured where, uh, you know, the first... The first few verses we're talking about Adam, um, sort of what Adam did and how, you know, how he sinned. And now um, here from 14 to 17, ending today with 17, this is just how Adam and Jesus are different. And then uh, Paul's going to do something a little bit different for the rest of the, the chapter and bring them back together again, I think. We haven't, we haven't gotten there yet, so you'll have to listen to find out. But uh, so this is the last of those verses where he's sort of distinguishing the act of um, the act of Adam versus sort of the the the, the ultimate act of Jesus um, being um, salvation. So um, or, or bringing us to salvation. So what what this says this is again building on the the last uh, few verses um, talking about again going back to Adam's trespass, a, a legal term for if because of uh, Adam's trespass. Death reigned through that one man, and and it does. So what that means is um, death does reign because of um, because of Adam. Because we are fallen, we uh, we die. We we die both. And Paul, when Paul talks about dying, he talks about both spiritually. He means it both spiritually and physically. Um, you know, we we die, and there's no sort of hope for for people who just die because of you know, mortal reasons there, there, there's no, like, there's no hope if you're, if you don't have, um, that relationship with Jesus. So, uh, he's talking about how, you know, because of one man, Adam's trespass, death reigned through that one man. And then he does this thing that he, he's been doing a lot lately. Um, the, you know, light, light to weighty, um, much more Will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? In other words, as powerful as death is, uh, the, the, the free gift of grace, the free gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace uh, are so much more powerful. That's what Paul is saying, is that um, death, we, we think of death as this big, finite thing. Um, but it pales in comparison with what we're being offered in in Jesus. That's what that's what Paul is essentially writing here. That's this that's this verse in a nutshell. Um, and and note one thing. I, I pulled this from Timothy Keller's um, um, book that has been uh, a you know helpful guide in me doing these. Um, Timothy Keller says that note that that de- while death reigns, it, it, he doesn't. Paul doesn't then say life reigns. That's not what um, that's not what he says. He says we, instead we reign in life. Death reigns, but we, but through Jesus, we reign in life. Um, that's a big contrast. It's 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 that is that we're now free 
and we're free to reign in this world in life and beyond maybe um it's we're we're becoming kings ourselves we're becoming kings of this world um and so the contrast what he says is total um where I want to sort of go with this uh, today, I read a story in this book I'm reading. I'm reading uh, Tyler Staten's book, uh, Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools. Um, and the story doesn't really totally fit with what we're talking about today, but I thought it was a cool story. I never heard it before and wanted to share it um, and, and sort of link it in with what we're doing. Um, so it's about a story named, um, it's about a story of uh, a, a mother and son in north africa and the the woman um so the woman had the had this son she she was a devout uh, believer she you know she sang hymns over her her baby and prayed prayed nightly for her baby with her hand on her forehead on his forehead um but the boy didn't grow up sharing his mom's faith he um you know, when he when he was growing up, he became a womanizer. He um, he would, you know, be seen as a public drunk a lot. Um, he was really really smart, uh, and was sort of becoming a philosopher. But he was putting his he was channeling his his uh, intellect into combating his mother's uh, faith. Um, Monica, the the mother, didn't um, didn't give up. She continued to pray nightly for her son's salvation, uh, just as just as she'd always done throughout his life. Um, and when he was 19, she had this dream that, um, where she believed that God was promising to, to answer her prayers for her son. So she, you know, kept praying years past, years past and, and, you know, no change, but she's still, you know, she's got this promise from God and she's still praying, um, for her son. Nine years after that dream, uh, the, the boy told his mom, I mean, he's in his what late twenties by then, um, that he's going to he's going to go to Rome, and Rome at the time was known for, you know, debauchery. Um, and the the mom, you know, she she was really disturbed by this. She 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 prayed that that God would take his travels from him uh, to prevent his prevent his travels. But in actuality, when she was praying that, he was already gone. He he'd already gone to 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 Rome that that very night. And on that trip, um, he was sitting alone in in a roman garden and he heard uh this guy heard the audible voice of god speaking to him um and then when he heard that he opened up the the scriptures and he surrendered his life to jesus on that trip to rome um that guy's name was augustine um one of the like greatest theologians in history or you know father to the to the early church um, this guy who spent 28 years of his life, um, you know, the first 28 years of his life running from, running from God, um, and his mom's prayer, you know, I'm sure had a, had a, a big reason as to why he, why, why God led him back. That was just the path that God had him on. Uh, I thought I'd never heard that story before. That's a, I thought that was, that was cool. The way that that link, the way, the reason that that sort of that story triggered with this verse 17 is is this we are death is death is a powerful enemy for those who don't have jesus but god calls us to have a rich full life um in jesus to be to reign 
um, here on earth, to reign in life. Those the the sin that that, that Augustine was committing before he was a Christian didn't ha- didn't prevent him from becoming one of the greatest you know theologians and father of the early church. Um, God doesn't hold our our sin against us. Um, if he can overpower death, uh, if he can take over death, this super powerful thing in our human minds, he can easily overpower your sin and use you for good. I think a lot of people. Um, a lot of people think of the things they've done and they say, well, I can't, I'm not good enough to be, to be used by, to, to be used by God, to be loved by God. But that's totally not it. I mean, Augustine, like, like Saul, you know, was dedicating his life to stopping the church and, um, and then received his calling and, and came and came back. And I don't think anyone said, well, no, Augustine, sorry, you, you can't be a, you can't be a, a theologian. Um, I, I would think that people opened him with arms wide open. And, um, and that's because that's what we're called to do. Um, so um, that's the, that's the message for today. Uh, if you're holding something back, thinking that you're not, not good enough, just realize that, you know, Augustine probably felt the same way. Um, and he overcame that to become a, you know, this great um, figure in the, in the early church. So um, you can too. Uh, not be a great figure in the early church. You can be a great figure in today's church. How about that? Uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, come back tomorrow. We're, we're pivoting a little bit tomorrow. So uh, come hear about that great pivot. Thanks.